What's good, everybody? This is Speaking the Truth with DQ, and I am DQ. Um, I know it's been a minute since I've recorded an episode, and um, a lot of people have reached out asking if I was going to bring any back, if I was going to get it back together. And uh, I had spoke to my wife about how I wanted to start doing episodes again. And with everything going on today, I had one of my good friends reach out and uh, he asked if we could do an episode, and I said, what, say less? I said, say less, <laughs> let's do it. Um, so thinking of ideas, I had reached out to another close friend of mine. Um, it's been a while since I've seen him, but I felt that it was needed to either speak on his behalf or invite him down. So I've actually got two of my good friends that I grew up with. Um, we all, we, all three of us grew up together, hung out together um, in school outside of school and um, I'm very proud of these two coming from you know, where we come from, the hometown that we're in. Uh, they're very smart, very successful, um, both have beautiful families. So I'll go ahead and open it up to them so they can kind of introduce themselves and uh, we'll, st- we'll get right into it. So whoever wants to go. go yeah. <laughs> All right, my name is Brandon Hassel. Obviously I went to Valley View in Germantown. Uh, born in Dayton, Ohio. I moved to Valley View, first grade. Yeah, my name's Brad Ebner. Uh, born in Dayton, Ohio also. Moved to Germantown when I was two. Uh, so I've been going to Valley View ever since uh, kindergarten. Kindergarten. And then I came, obviously born in Dayton, but I came in seventh grade. Right, seventh grade, middle school. So I moved after the summer of our sixth grade, I moved here. Um, so I went the whole summer not really knowing anybody. I played baseball for, you know, Valley, Valley View Base or whatever, and I met Brandon through that. I don't know if, I don't think you played baseball, did you? No, no. Not growing up. So no, I met, I met Brandon, and the only reason I remember meeting Brandon is because, what was your nickname? Like Oil Can or something? Oh my God. Or the Rocket? <laughs> or something. So Brandon, Brandon, if you don't know Brandon, he's like 6'10", but when we were little, man, he's like one of the shortest people, but he man. pitched. And he pitched, and I remember to myself. So I came from Chotwood, and um, when I went through, it was a, it was an academy, it was Broadmoor Academy, and I was one of like seven, eight white kids, and that's that's including my brother. So really, if you look at you know what I mean, like that's six, you know what I mean. So um, I was I, when I when I came to Germantown, I noticed right away that it wasn't. There wasn't a lot of diversity there. It was it was just a predominantly white town, farming town, um, and it's a great community. You know, we all, me and Brad still live there. We raise our kids there. They're gonna go to the school system. Um, Brandon is you know in West Carrollton, but who knows where he'll end up? I know his My dad's still out there. I say his daughter goes she to Valley View. Um, so I mean, when we talk about Germantown, we're not gonna put any kind of disrespect on Germantown, um, but that's where we're all from, and that's where we all experienced something somehow, some way. Um, so I said, there's no real guideline to how we're going to do this. I'm not going to interview these two gentlemen. It's just going to be a, an open conversation and um, an open open dialogue to, to um, <laughs> sorry, we had a customer come to the shop. <laughs> um, that's why I had you lock it because I was watching right Man, now. he's about to walk straight. Sorry, we're doing it at the shop right now. So we had customers trying to come in. But um, like I said, we're not going to, you know, if we speak on Germantown, please don't take it personal. We're not trying to disrespect the town or the city. Um, that's something that we all three agreed upon that um, we did not want it to be shed in a, in a light of 
of disrespect. You know what I mean? We're just trying to shed light on the on the fact of what's happening right now. It's it's unfortunate events, and um, you know it's all things that are are very dear to us as as a group of you know people our age. So basically, man, when I like I said when I came to to Germantown, I remember um, sitting in class. We finally got through the summer playing baseball, and um, we're sitting in, I was sitting in health class and I had leaned over to one of our classmates and I was like, yo, he didn't say anything. And I was like, yo, and he just looked at me and he was like, yo, and I was like, oh my bad. Hey, excuse me. <laughs> like, you know, I'm mean, coming from childhood, I, I use slang, I, I spoke a certain way, I, I dressed a certain way. Um, and that's, it just wasn't what, I guess Germantown was technically used to. I don't know. I mean, I showed up wearing a Deion Sanders jersey and some Jordans and a gold chain and that was, oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> I was a video of me floating around oh in that same God. outfit at a basketball game, right. so, I mean. With the earring. And that, with the, yeah, I don't think, nah, yeah, I had, I had one pair, I, I had the MJ you ring. Had one. I had I one, yeah, and then uh, one of the teachers in gym made me take it out. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I was like, for real? But anyways, um, so I was like, yo, and he was, just kind of looked at me and I was like, hey, excuse me, I'm sorry. But, you know, I leaned over and I was like, where are all the black people? And he was like, what do you mean? And I'm like, man, we're in like fourth period. We just had lunch. I've been here for like five hours. <laughs> I was like, I ain't seen a single black oh, person. Field trip. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> field trip. Oh, shoot. I was like, where are they all at? You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. And um, he was like, it's, there's, there's Brandon and there's Brad. And I was like, well, where are they at? Like, <laughs> like I mean, I, just don't, like, I haven't seen anybody. So I remember leaving, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, damn, you know, I really, like, the ratio flipped for me, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. when I came, when I was in Chotwood, I, I was the minority, I didn't feel that way, um, you know, because I, I respected everybody, and everybody respected me, and that's just how it was. Um, but when I came to Germantown, it really clicked for me where I was and where I just moved to. Um, but I remember I was, the bell had rung, and I was walking out front of the middle school, and uh, I saw Brandon standing out front, he had like a skateboard or like rollerblades or something because he was like into skating at the time right. and he was like trying to grind the little step uh. I was trying to grind the little step and I walked up to him and I was like yo so either you're Brandon or you're Brad and he was like I'm Brandon I was like nice to meet you and uh, you know we dapped up and I don't think anybody knew what like dapping was back then like it wasn't just a handshake you know what I mean it was right. a dap and right. that's, that's what we did and I think it caught him off guard that I knew what it was um and we were best friends ever since. I think I had you over to my house the next day. Yeah. Um, your family took me in. They invited me to, you know what I mean? Like, I love your parents like they're mine. My dad loves both of you. Uh, you know, he still asks about Brad. I know he sees Brandon from time to time. He still asks about Brad. And then I remember meeting Brad, and me and Brad made me just hit it off immediately. Mm -hmm. um, I don't even remember how we met. I don't I mean, it's been... Probably since, the courts. Yeah, right. middle school since the time. courts. Um, I remember this man... I remember liking Brad. That I think it was the course. Now it's coming back to him. I remember loving Brad because he would miss a shot and just blow up. He'd be like, "G did, Brad, like, make a layup." And I'm standing there like, "Yo, I mess with this dude. <laughs> I like this dude." And that's I think ever since then, man, that we have just been we clicked. You know what I mean? We've been best friends ever since. We've been through a lot together. I've been through a lot of both of these dudes uh, together and separately. And uh, that's why I felt that it was important to do this episode, just to kind of shed some light. Because, like I said, people that listen know both of you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I've got the teachers, the community, we all are respected around. So I felt it was very important. Um, but I'll let you guys kind of, we can talk about what's going on in today's world. And we can kind of talk about our own experiences. So 
if you guys just want to chime in and say, you know, how you feel, what's, you know, what's going on, what you think is the issue, not only in Germantown, but just Worldwide. the world itself, you know what I mean? It's, it's, a, it's a systemic problem. Yeah. So it's like, how do we, how can we resolve that? How can we teach people that are closed-minded to the facts or like me and you talked about before this, before Brad got here, um, guarded, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not guarded, but what, what was the word I'm trying to use? Um, shelter, shelter, oh, shelter, yeah. shelter yeah. to the fact that there's an issue, you know what I mean? Because there's two different types. There's right. the closed-minded that know it's happening and then there's a shelter that have no idea it's happening. So I've got friends that are sheltered that have no idea what's happening. And I've also got friends that are closed-minded because again, Germantown is, you were raised one way, yeah. you know what I mean? So I don't know, I don't know where it starts. I don't know how to fix it. Um, Man, you see how it's been uh, lately. This is the most progress I think, as far as with like the feedback I've been getting, and like not just in general, like but like positive feedback, right? Compared to when this really got brought up again with the whole camp kneeling thing. Now I, that was the first like first time that really started like getting in people's minds. It was like real polarizing. Mm -hmm. So for that to happen, and then not a lot changed, right? When that first, you know, because when, first so when home. he when he kneeled, what well, somebody had passed it for Trayvon. It was a Trayvon Martin right, incident. Right, he right, started right. to kneel, and it. I mean, people raised their eyebrows, but it wasn't like we didn't get the same reaction we were getting now. Like these protests and stuff, bro. It's everywhere. It's, it's even overseas. I'm talking to my guys in Mexico, people I knew from Sweden. Uh, I, nothing really in Japan, but I've I seen uh, protests in Japan. Protests. Talk about Japan. So, so Brandon, just to cut in real fast. I'm sorry. Um, Brandon has played ball for. I mean, since uh, high, since he's been professionally playing ball since college, he went to Penn State, um, four years, started all four years, got his degree, started in Uruguay, correct? Uh, right, was, right at Penn yeah, State to was, Uruguay. Right, right. Um, and then he's been all over ever since. Went to Canada. Um, uh, was it South America? It was Canada. Um, I was in here for a hot minute with like an IBL, PBL league, hopped to Latvia, uh, got an interesting story about Latvia. We'll talk about that. We'll chop that up. Don't worry about that. But from Latvia, it was Sweden. I'm sorry, it was Sweden to Latvia, and uh, Japan was in between. But that was like a hot month. I said you were only there for a minute. Yeah, so I, I went to Latvia, and then from there, it was to Mexico. It was there for so this Brandon has been everywhere, so he can speak on racism from. A national and international standpoint. It's crazy. Um, not just not just from a hometown. You can speak from it all over. So back to you. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Not you, bro. Uh, but go ahead. Uh, so we're talking about cap and, and the. Oh yeah, with the you know like, again the reaction wasn't the same like, like with the worldwide protests now again you're seeing that like we weren't getting that reaction at first. These marches around here like the big cities we weren't getting that either. You know what I'm saying? So like, I feel like people are listening, and it's unfortunate it took the riots for that. You know what I'm saying for that to happen. Right. But but you you boil the water so much, it's gonna start overflowing. Well, that's and that's how I that's how I explain it to people that when I say I support rioting, that's how I explain it. It's it the one the incident that just happened recently was to me was a straw that broke the camel's back. You know the saying, like you, like Brandon just even used boiling water. Um, it's something that's been building forever because even when Cap knelt, people he was getting uh, he got kicked out of the NFL for that. Bro, I mean, let's ball. be realistic. He got blackballed out of the league. Um, now he recently had a tryout where he could have got back in. I don't personally think he handled it the right way. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not questioning that. We're not talking about that. But, um, you know, he got frowned upon. People thought that he was disrespecting the flag. Um, and 
he has came out multiple times and said that he wasn't. Um, and the story that came out from ESPN or Sports Center that he had reached out to a former uh, military personnel yeah. and asked him what his best, you know, if what he thought about him kneeling on the flag. Right. And I believe it's his own a family member of his or something like that. Something like but. Um, you know, and it was explained very well that, you know, it's not, you're not disrespecting a nation, you're standing up for a nation. And I, that made a lot of sense to me because I, I never questioned him kneeling. Right. I was just trying to figure out how is that changing anything? Because right. like you said, we're not, ha- we didn't have the protests or, or the riots that we're having now. You know, people, all the focus, unfortunately, went to him kneeling and nobody saw right. past that. Nobody right. saw what happened to Trayvon. Nobody right. saw what Thanks. happened to the people in the past. I mean, this is not new. You no, got no, uh, no. the Rodney King riots. You got Emmett Till. You got Bro. all these people that has been Thanks. happening for hundreds of thousands of years. Before, you know, even after slavery ended, Thanks. you still had these issues. And, um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that that's, that's just that's the world we live in. And it's, and it's sad, man. And, I don't know if it's a generation gap because if you think of all these people that are in power, their age, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're they're late fifties, early sixties, mid sixties, and it's like, yeah, I think racism still was around. What was that picture that you shared on Twitter of the little girl in the zoo? They had a little black girl in the zoo walking around, and there were oh, yeah. all the white people. That yeah, was nineteen fifty eight. No, that wasn't long ago at all. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's it's not like it just ended. Not like it ended in the eighteen hundreds. You know what I mean? It's been around when, forever. When Abe Lincoln signed it. The uh, what was that? The, the supposedly freed the slaves. Right, right, right. Right, it didn't. It didn't. End right. It didn't end right there. <laughs> and didn't. that's, I mean, and Brad playing. Brad played uh, football at Ohio Dominican, right? And Wilmington. Yeah. And Wilmington. So I mean, I'm sure that he's experienced some issues, and he understands as far as you know the the national anthem and mm-hmm. all that standing. So I don't know if you want to speak on from a football standpoint what your mindset was when Cap yeah. started kneeling. I mean, my opinion for for Cap, it. it if I was on his team, or if I was, if it was me, someone asked me, I would stand for the flag just because my, or I would stand for the national anthem because when I hear the national anthem, when I see the flag, in my opinion, we're the greatest country in the world. Absolutely. So regardless of the racism, regardless of you know um, the discrimination, all this stuff, it's still better than England, China, all this, all these places. So when I would stand up just because I want to live here because I love this place. Right. No matter how bad it is here, it's still better in any other place. Mm-hmm. So that's why I would stand, but I would never, ever, ever look at a teammate and be like, hey, you're stupid because of what you believe in. Right. What you believe in, that's what you believe in. I'm going to support you because you're my teammate. Right. If I don't believe in it, that's fine. But I do believe in, you know, police brutality and it being right. bad right. and racism, all that stuff. So I'm going to stand. You do you because... That's, that's what you believe, right. right? So I'm gonna, but I'm still gonna stand here and support you. I right. respect you. And that's, and I'm not gonna tell you not to. I think that's another issue that we are experiencing now is people, people want you to be. When I say black or white, I'm using it as there's no gray, there's no middle. You know what I mean? Like right. how you just said that you support that teammate for kneeling, right. but you support people who yeah, stand. People don't. People I, don't understand when if you were to stand next to a person that were kneeling, they're like, why is this black person standing instead right. of you? You know what I mean? Yeah. And to me, that's that's not how. We view it. We view it as you what you just explained. You right. support the national anthem. You support right. this country. You love it here, but you also understand there's police brutality. Right. And that's what people. There's differences everywhere. Us three aren't going to agree on everything, right. but we're still friends, and you know what I mean. We, yeah. we grew up together, and that's just what it is. Right. You can have differences with one another. Right. Yeah. And yeah still, the problem is, is people don't respect other people's opinions. Exactly. And people want to have. And this is my opinion. If you don't believe in it, I think people in this. Well, I think a minority, a small group of people think 
if you don't believe in it, then you're wrong, right. and you're a jerk, and this right. and that and the other. But I feel like if we just respect other people's opinions, we might not agree with it, but respect it. Well, that's, and, and that's, I mean, that's just. So, I mean, well, I'm, I'm going to use I, Facebook, for example. I hate Facebook, but I, hate um, I have a friend that we all went to school with, um, and I've been friends with him just as long as I've been with you guys. And me and his, actually me and his father don't agree on certain things. You know, I said that I support riots. When I said that I support riots, I support rioting. And when I think of rioting, I think of like rioting state buildings, rioting police stations, rioting something that is going to affect the people who are displaying the system, you know, right. system, uh, systemic racism and stuff right. like that. I don't support rioting my shop or burning down the shop across the street. Right, right. trying it, to steal a GoPro. Right, I don't, I don't support that. I don't support the violence that the rioting brings, you know what I mean? I, I, he, anyways, he's been sharing stories and saying that I support it. He actually called me a misinformed idiot because I support the riots. And, you know, all I, all I said was war is war. You know what I mean? Whether you agree with it or you disagree with it. Right. Mm -hmm. And whether the president proclaims it on overseas, it's still the same thing. Right. People are still getting hurt. People are, innocent people are still losing their lives. Mm -hmm. You're just fighting for different things. And so it's like, to me, if I, if I was going to partake in a riot, which is... <laughs> you know, it's just weird to say, to put myself in the shoes, because, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. If, if, to me, if I was going to entice a riot or start a riot, it would be at a state building. Right. You know what I mean? Or it would like be somewhere where you can get your point across. Right. Yeah. CNN. Yeah, right, right. You know what I mean? My only thing against, against riots and how these people, how some you know, black people are handling it is it's, it kind of feeds in the stereotype. Right. No, and it does. That's, and that's, our pro and that's does. the problem, is that they're going to go out there and bash a cop car or you know rob a store and everybody's like oh well see that's why they're getting killed right. and then but it, I, I think and then, but you see a lot of black people i've seen a lot of videos of black people trying to stop, stop other black it. people and i was gonna say how many videos have we seen where white right. people are the ones doing the right, right. right. But they're yeah, breaking yeah. it yeah right. and, it, and it's and it's there's a fine line that you got to walk because you know once you step across that that's when you get into this part to where it's a whole different world. People think it's okay, all right, and then they're riding, they're doing the wrong right. thing, they're breaking the law, right. so kill them, or, right. you know, and that's, accidentally kill them, or whatever. And I mean, so, we were taught riots we were in school, you know, Boston Tea Party, mm -hmm. that was a riot, but people support it because we benefited from it. We, as America, benefited from, benefited from that. Right, right. So it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying, I just think that there, there are other ways to go about it absolutely yeah rioting i think it's, absolutely it's just one of those it's like a one of those are kind of like a bad word you say riot and there's, there's really no like good way of rioting. to rioting yeah. right and i and i get that and People that's get hurt and it looks bad right but i mean but like you said there's a boil like you said there's a boiling point Man. once you get to that point and the water overflows right and it starts to riot and it's like well why are they rioting because all this because of all this killed. stuff in the past and yeah it's problem. not okay that they riot but it's also not okay that people are being killed Defense. for just being you know de being detained right and you know people are and, and people go back to you know mlk was a peaceful protester but he also said riot is the language right. of the uh, unheard right. so when people don't be heard you make right. yourself heard if you got called the N-word and you wanted to burn that building down because that person called you an N-word, I would be like, okay, I get it. He called you that one too many times. I understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? You probably shouldn't be racist and call people the N-word. But, but at the same time, I'm not sitting here to say, take a brick and smash that dude's face in. Right. I'm not, it, there's a difference. To me, there's a difference. There's, 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 there's a fine line with supporting rioting. And I shouldn't say that I support rioting, 
I think I used the poor word in my status. I understand right now. Yeah, yeah, That's what I should have said. So, no, I'm going to butt in with that. No, go ahead. With, prime example, with the LA Riots 92, mind you, I'm a kid, but like, I looked into this heavy, like, and I seen some of this stuff on TV when I was little. Like, the whole thing was over Rodney King getting his ass whooped on, on video on camera. On TV, on TV. Times, bro. Right. With like, nightsticks, and he was and face down. how one of them get convicted? Right. They all walked. So, like, you you telling me that's, like, that's acceptable. We're supposed to just lay down and just take that. Like, that's right. cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. So, like, again, with the boiling point, you get to a certain point, it's like, snap. Right. How, how, do, we, how do we make this known? So, that this is not okay. And mind you, had they been convicted or justice had been served, we wouldn't be talking about this right, right. now. Right, right. But, I mean, But here just, we are. And, uh, how bro, many? 2020. Yeah, and, it's still, and it just happened last week. Right, so, and I think, I think the biggest problem is, is that people think that racism is gone. Man. Right. It's gone. They swear it is. It's not. I'm it's still kidding. here. People, they keep it down inside because they realize that it's, <laughs> they can't go around <laughs> well, as bad. And that's, and that's like, Brandon right. had an issue with one of our classmates on Instagram uh-huh. the other day. He made a post and said that, um, he said, well, I respect your father, and your father raised you to be respectable, so you never experienced yeah, racism in Germantown. You know what I'm saying? I live my, like, right. bro, you were in my shoes. You don't know what I can He said that Brandon never experienced racism or um, discrimination because right. of people respecting him. Right. Like you just said, that touches on what you just said. People don't understand that it happens. Right. You know it what happens. I mean? Like, means- there's a reason you two don't go into laughs. Laughs is a hometown <laughs> bar in our, in our town, and... It's, it's got the best food around, you know what I mean? But you, like, I don't know how many times me and Brad have ordered it and put it in my name and I go pick it up because he doesn't want to go inside. Same for you. How many times I've ordered I food for go. you? You, you guys don't even go in. I mean, I know you go in, but yeah, you don't I like go to in. go in. Yeah, but I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah, you do feel like, you know, people are staring at you. Yeah, right. or like, yeah, who's going to want to start something? But I don't know if that's, I mean, because I'll be honest. I, I, we're living in Germantown. I, I love it. It, it is, I, I don't want to, I would never want to leave. Uh, like I said, I've been there since I was two years old, you know, but there have been situations like, you know, I've been called a coon, I've been called the N-word by people that are just a little bit older than me, um, I've been called the N-word by people that are my, like supposed to be my friends and stuff like that, um, but it's, it's just one of those things where, like I said, you just realize that I know I live in a great country and it, this is a, the minority are the people that are doing this stuff. Right. It's not the majority. Right. So most of the people in Germantown are good people. Right. It's that small amount of people that, you know, are saying those things or right. are starting stuff, just like there are this small amount of cops that are ridiculous. I'm right. never gonna say that all cops are nope. pigs or awful. Yeah, or let me let me cut it. We are not against <laughs> the police. You know, are. I believe that all like the majority of cops are really, really good. I have a bunch of cop friends that, you know, I've have good strong relationships with and They've never done anything bad to me. I think there are a select few that take it too far, and you know they maybe don't mean to kill the, the dude that they're on, or right. don't mean to do what they do, but they do it because they just don't like the color of someone's skin, right. which is unfortunate. Right, and that's but, and, and to me, I think the biggest thing with, with the takeaway from George Floyd incident was that cop was on his neck for nine minutes. Nine minutes, bro. Think yeah. about think about how, I mean, nine minutes to us, and when you're just walking down the street, it seems like it's a quick it's nine a minutes. long time. But we just did a protest today in Miamisburg, and they made us kneel for nine minutes. They didn't make us, they suggested. So we kneel for nine minutes. I'm telling you, that took forever. And one is, one is hot outside. Can't breathe, like. And it's like, nine minutes is a long time to have somebody on the back of your neck, yeah. full body weight. That's unfortunate, you know what I mean? And, and, and for three people to stand and watch. And watch that happen. 
even if that dude was making it up, and even if he could breathe, just slide off his neck. Put your knee in the back or on the mm-hmm. side like you're trained. Why? Why? Well, they said that's not even like the knee in the back wasn't I mean that's not even a trained no. thing for police. Like, no. Right. Yeah. So that's what I think needs to happen. Is there needs to be a, a universal training that shows like they change, show these videos and be like, hey, this is what you guys absolutely cannot do. And if you do this, obviously this guy's been has been charges brought against him, and we'll see if you know if they stick or he goes to jail. But this is what's going to happen to you right. if you do this. And I think that's and hopefully that's a start to to it getting better. Like that, you're never going to change racism. Well, that's always going to be and racism. That's, and that's the problem is people people want answers and people want the president to do things to to stop it. And like Brad just said, you're never going to. And I mean, I don't I don't expect the president to do anything. I was upset with the fact that he. Um, Initiated the insertion act, pretty much. It's, it's, it's basically martial law, yeah. and I, I understand why he did it. Because at some point, the rioting and looting happened. It has to stop. I mean, let's yeah. be real. You can't just oh, yeah, burn down sure. cities right. because you want to. So it has to stop. And people were upset. And I was, I just wanted more from him. I understood that law that he enacted. Yeah, that was, but that's where it stops. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so what can we do going forward to hold officers to hold? everyday people more accountable for for what they're saying and what they're doing right um i know when we were in we were leaving a party in oakwood one night oh yeah um me and a couple of friends that we went to school with all went to a party in oakwood after a basketball game uh brandon had got there a little bit later than us so he had drove separate uh the party had ended whatever and we were leaving and i was like i'm gonna ride with b home um just because he's by himself and in my head i'm like you know we're in oakwood oakwood is just like germantown it's a, a rich white predominantly white Thanks. town yeah um, so I was like, you know what, it's 2 in the morning Neither of us have been drinking, by the way Neither of us drank, neither of us did anything um, We were just at the party hanging out And we had left, and we got maybe, what, two blocks down And the cops stopped maybe us not even um, I remember pulling up to the intersection And seeing a cop to our left At the stop sign, we drove through And as soon as we got through, he hit the lights And he walked up um, Said that Brandon looked lost He said, you look lost There was no, there was no we you know, you guys, there was no you guys look no. lost. It was Brandon's look no. lost. And um, had Brandon step out of the car. Didn't even, like, his reasoning for pulling us over was that you were lost. Had Brandon step out of the truck, um, stood in front of the police cruiser. Both of them came up to me, didn't ask for my ID, didn't ask for my name. All they asked was if I was okay. And I was like, yes, sir, I'm fine. I was like, is there a reason, you know, why did you stop us? And like, well, he looked lost. And I was like, but I don't. I, I, I don't look lost. And he just kind of looked at me. The other one was like, well, it's kind of late. And, you know, we never haven't seen you guys' truck up here before. And, you know, just trying to figure out what's going on. And he's like, where are you coming from? I was like, we're coming from a party just two blocks up. He's like, where are you going? I was like, Germantown. And he said, all right. And I remember rolling my window down and then walking back to Brandon, asking for his ID. They did a background oh, check, oh, right? Yeah, they ran your ID. Um, asked him where he was coming, where he was going. Um, and just... Just that alone, like that cop never asked for my ID, never did anything. I could have had 17 warrants and two guns on me, and that cop would have never known. Um, and I remember them telling Brandon when he was walking back, you know, they, they cleared him or whatever and say, you know, get out of our city. It's Brandon. And it's just in my head that stuck out. But being 16, 17 years old, it's like, what do you do? You know what I mean? What do you, you know it's wrong, mm-hmm. but what do you do? Like you said, Brad, it's, you know, you've, we've had classmates, we've had people around town say, say these things to you guys, and it's like, what do you, what do you do to, to to stop it? How do you make it known that it's not? I mean, other than standing up for yourself, how do you how do you stop it? And I think that's the issue with people; they don't know how. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean stuff like that. I don't know how you stop it. 
Right, because there's nothing, like you didn't die, you didn't get shot at, like it wasn't, like you didn't get like detained, all that stuff. Right, like, they think it's following a problem. Right, that's the, like you, there's nothing you can do. They, right. they, they can make excuses all day long exactly. for why they pulled them over. Late right. night, teenager, kid, we right. who knows why. Yeah, and they knew that, they knew where we were coming from. <laughs> right. So they probably thought we were they drinking. They probably thought he was drinking, drugs, whatever. But it was just the so fact you, that what stuck out to me the most was I never felt like I was in a traffic stop you know what i mean i felt like you were and i was in the car with you you know what i mean like there was all the attention was on you right and it, and it bothered me it still bothers me talking about it to this day because it's just that was my first real time other than myself being called a wigger when i moved to germantown <laughs> because of the way you know what i mean because mm-hmm. the way that i dressed and the way that i spoke and and people saying anything about going back to childhood and all sort of stuff it's like shit i would if i could but i'm stuck here with you he'll go <laughs> so you know <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's like it's just i don't know man it's um, it's hard to speak. It's hard to speak on it. And, uh, you know, I've sp- spoke to teachers recently. I've had a few teachers reach out, and um, one said that she was from uh, Philly, Philadelphia, and she moved to Germantown to uh, yeah for just a better neighborhood, better schools, better whatever. I guess she was like from West Philly, and she was like, you know, I'm having a hard time. We moved here because of the community being a good community. But I'm having a hard time teaching my kids diversity. And, you know, I mean, you can teach kids all day long about black history. You know, it's Black History Month and in school we learn about Malcolm X and MLK and we learn about all these great people. But you don't, what you think, the way, they, the way it teaches, the way you're taught is that it's in the past. Nobody teaches it to you that it's going on currently. Yeah, right, yeah. And that's what the issue is. That's why all these people that I said earlier are closed-minded or, or sheltered because they think that it's in the past. Like when the classmates said that you never experienced it. That's, that's just being close-minded, right. you know what I mean? Because he, he is a white person, and he's never had any issues with that. Um, but it's unfortunate that you know, people tend to think that way um, because that's, that's how we're taught, that it's done. You know, this was slavery. This is what happened years yeah, and years ago. That's a good point. It is and all like that. So, I mean, if, if you, I think that if you can teach kids, you know, even today's kids, that you know, it's still very... Very relevant. Very update the uh, information. That's what I'm saying, and I don't know if that comes in in school books. I don't. I mean, we all had great history teachers. We all yeah. had great teachers in general that taught us everything. Um, you know, we were talking about a few before you had got here. Um, you know, and we never had any issues with any of them. They were all open and supportive, and they told us anything we needed to know when we asked questions. And but even then, when we were going through, we were still taught that it's not happening. So then when we get out into the real world and we experience right. we're like, what the hell what the hell is this? I thought this yeah. happened I thought this happened hundred years, you know what I mean? So it's right. like Yeah, I think it's on the parents, honestly, is to, to teach that stuff. Just like you would teach your kid how to swing up swing a bat or throw a baseball, throw a football. You gotta teach them that uh, that some people because of the color of their skin or whatever they believe in, whether it's I mean even with like, you know, being Jewish or Christian right. or, or Catholic all that stuff, you know, People don't like people because of some of the stuff they believe in. And right. Sometimes you won't like people because of the way they look. So it's very much, up, I believe, up to the parents mm-hmm. to teach that just because someone looks different than you doesn't mean you treat them any differently right. how you want to be treated. Right. And, and that, that helps. Thanks. And to harp on it, it's like, it's one thing to have your own opinions, you know right. what I'm saying, and not to say that everything's right or wrong, but it's another thing to teach hate. Right. Mm-hmm. It's an entirely right. different thing. Right. And, and to, and to, and to, and to piggyback off of what you said is... You know, I've had I've seen a lot of people saying I, I don't teach my kids color, and to me, I feel like you you should. There's a fine line on how you should teach it. Like you said, hate, and then like Brad said, acknowledging it. You know, don't teach your kids that 
I don't want to teach my kids that they're superior or make them think that they're superior because of their right. color. Right. That's how you teach it. If that's how you teach your kid, that's on you. You need to be open-minded when you teach your kids these things and understand the right things to say and how to approach them about it. So if you don't understand a situation, you need to educate yourself before you can educate your kids. Um, Because there's a right way and a wrong way to teach it. You can you can inadvertently teach your kid to be racist and they don't know. Kids aren't born that way. Right. That's what I'm saying. You can. I mean, you can close their mind before it even starts. Right. And I feel like that's what happened with a lot of kids that we grew up with. Is you know they that they were just. Taught a certain, I'm sure they were taught about racism, but they weren't taught the correct way. I feel like you know what I mean. Like our classmate, for example, thinking that you've never experienced racism. Right. I feel like that that is. And that's just ignorant. Right. That's, that's See, right. I think a lot of people who live in Germantown. Like even this COVID nineteen thing, and they think they're in a bubble. Like right. no, COVID's not gonna get me. I right. can get COVID. I'm away from everybody. Right. 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 We're fine. We're out here in the country. We're good to go. But. No, things happen to right. people in, in, town, in Germantown, in, in those even in town. We all have our own experiences, and we all grow up differently. But you know, just because I didn't live through the civil rights movement doesn't mean I haven't experienced some form. Right, of right. Whether, right. Yeah, you know, whatever it is. And that's and I think that's that's kind of what I'm trying to to hit people on social media. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? Because I, I can't, I can never put myself in your shoes right. I, I can't as much as I can experience I guess I've experienced issues with both of you um, but for me I don't know how those moments made you guys feel right. all I can do is try to be open minded and understand right. and I feel like people are just there's always like a but when people want to explain always. those sides of things like always. just listen to what happened and understand mm-hmm. that this is not okay there's no but sometimes it needs to be like oh I understand I understand you and I'm sorry that happened to you right. doesn't need to be I understand that happened to you but it's because this is what yeah, happened. Yeah. This is what the issue is. It's, sometimes there doesn't need to be a but. You know what I mean? Sometimes it just needs to be, I understand that and I apologize. And then that's when you need to self-reflect on how you feel and how you view other people. Right. To me, that's that's my humble opinion that probably goes for nothing. But, you know what I mean? It's just one of those things where I, I chose to speak out on social media because that's, that's my platform. That's where I have right. followers. That's where I have people that listen to what I say. Okay. And then now, you know, this podcast so it's like i can't right. you know what i mean I, I choose how to educate hope i educate people right. but when you put something on facebook or social media or even a text message you don't know how people are going to receive right. it. right i think a lot of people see like you said text messages social media all that stuff they instantly get um what's the word i'm looking for like they instantly put up a put up a wall, no, wall or, or it's like I see that all the time. like like you're you're coming at them. Like, yeah, get real offensive. Real like they, they read it like it's an angry message. Yeah, like right. if you're saying something about I didn't I don't have any social media, so whatever you said I didn't read it, but I'm assuming whatever it was talking about you know whatever it is that they probably took it as oh he's coming at me or he's coming at whatever people like, feel personally ridiculous. attacked. Yeah, right. they feel like you're coming at them, but people don't understand that these words that you're typing. They don't. It doesn't have a, an angry. No, there's tone no tone. To, no, there's right. no, no, no tone. tone. Man, it's the lost in context. I, I've right. said all the time. Every, yes. and that's and that's all what. The and then the the agreement with our friend's dad. Um, that's I, I invited him to my house. I said, you know where I live. If you ever want to have an educated conversation, mm-hmm. where we both can be mature. And talk about what I meant and what you meant, and maybe we can come to an agreement and understand one another. That's the easiest way to fix that. You know what I mean? I feel like we like what we're doing now is we're having a conversation, conversation. off of social media. And that's what needs to happen. You need to talk about it with your friends, with your family, with people at work, with, I mean, hell, even strangers. You know what I mean? If you're in a coffee shop and you're sitting around, 
that's you strike your conversation with people and that's the perfect time to have a conversation about what's happening today whether it's right. covid or you know racism in general right. it's right. it's much easier to explain yourself vocally than it ever is through social media that's it's just a, it's a, it's a media a platform of media and that's you can people get misconstrued all day that's why yeah, it comes off and come off the wrong way right yeah. and then and then that's why people start to attack and that's why you have disagreements and i mean people get smart with comments and and then there's well, there's there's awkwardness between you when you see and right i everything i post everything i say the way i speak to anybody whether i know you or not it's respect i i keep it in everything i do i always have i always will so when I post these things, I don't mean to come off disrespectful. I don't mean to attack, attack your views. Uh, views. That's your way of thinking. Right. I respect your way of thinking. Whether it's right or wrong, it's not for me to decide. You know what I mean? That's, that's just, I know that my thoughts are different than yours. I know my thoughts are different than yours. Mm-hmm. It, but that's the point of being in America is you're allowed to have these thoughts. Just, as, just like you have freedom of speech, you have freedom to think about whatever you want to think about. Right. Whether or not... I mean, how many times growing up have we had debates about just anything, oh, life, yeah. sports, you know what I mean? Like, we, we have been in, like, yelling matches about sports. Right, we've almost gotten fist fights over FIFA, Right. you know what I mean? So it's like, but it's not, and it's never personal. That's just, you have these conversations, and, and then that's what the, the, you learn from them, what you're supposed to learn from them. That's why you have that's open dialogue, and that's why you strike these dialogues. Right. Now, you know, unfortunately, I shouldn't say unfortunately, but... Um, when I make these statuses, you know, people expose their way of thinking. Man, I you know what I mean. There's a lot of stuff true that colors come out, bro. there's a lot of stuff. The people that you know have made racist remarks and said the N word. I'm sure it's people that we don't have social media, but I'm sure if I showed you some of it, you'd be like, yeah. "Oh yeah, I heard that dude say that word." And those people are like the those are the ones that are commenting. First to comment, right? Well, first to say and it's, and it's it's not the fact that I I already know how they think. It's it's the fact that you know when I make a post, I know people are going to chime in on it, and that's how open dialogue starts. Mm-hmm. So they're going to post their views about the way they feel, about who they support, and then I have people that oppose that, and then that's how that dialogue starts. That's how people talk and figure out and get on that's the same level. Man. So I just I think that's the biggest thing is just trying to find a common ground and understand that people have feelings, whether they're like yours or not. It's okay. It's okay. Right. And I, and I, to piggyback on that, I think, you know, like you're saying, people have feelings, whether you're white, black, Chinese, Mexican, you know, Italian, whatever it is, you've got feelings. And the biggest thing to remember, I know there's, you know, the big, you know, Black Lives Matter. And obviously, I believe in that. I am black. And I understand it. But for me, you know, I'm a Christian. I believe in God that, you know, he put us all here and all lives matter, whether it's a spider on the floor or it's a human being. Life matters, and, and I think that it's very important to remember that we need to understand that, you know, people are going to have different views than us, and, and it's going to be a situation where we may you know, wholeheartedly disagree with them, but we cannot take it out on them, you know, in a physical way, or, yeah. you know, do the best we can to not you know, demean them or be do anything rude, and I think, you know, the police or, you know, you want to say white America and, you know, black America doing all these riots, there's wrong on both sides, obviously. You know, doing the riots, all that stuff is, is wrong. I would never condone that. And you know, stepping on a man's neck and, and so he can't breathe, there's a better way to do things. And I think being, uh, you know, taking a deep breath in all these situations, and I'm a big peaceful protest guy, I think that, that would be kind of my message to anyone out there that's listening to this is, you know, it's 
every life matters, whether you're black or white or Chinese or whatever it is. Let's not focus on what they look like and just focus on, you know, we're all children of God. We're all here because we're all here to do something. We're all here for a reason. And I know the reason is not to kill one another <laughs> right. or to be racist and all that stuff. And, and you know, just let's just be better. I mean, right. that's, that's really what it boils down to. I think that's what a lot of people misconstrue about the Black Lives Matter movement Thanks. is that nobody has ever said that only Black Lives Matter. Yes. Yeah. That's and to me, that's where people get lost. They do. That, they swear um, the only people they think we're talking. All about. all lives do matter, as Brad said. You know, I I have Christian values and I respect everybody, and I'm not out here saying that. You know, that man. I'm I'm sure. Well, I don't know if Brad has like says on social media. But I'm sure you sure saw the the old gentleman walking towards the cops and they pushed, pushed him over and cracked yeah, his head. I'm not. <laughs> nobody. Yeah, nobody condones that. Not a single person says that that's okay. All lives matter, they really do, but all people, all the movement is saying is black lives matter too. Thanks. You know what I mean? That's what that is. You just don't and see a white person getting their neck stuck. Man. Exactly. That, and, I and, get and, that. And if you do, it's, it's well, what did he do? You know what I mean? Like, it, you don't see it as often because to me, like, I, it, it's, it's white privilege in a way. You know what I mean? If, if a white person get their neck stepped on, it's like, oh, well, you know, I mean, you, just, you just don't see it. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not. It happens, but it's not made to what it is now. That's why we're having this conversation. Bro. And and to me, I want to touch on uh, white privilege as well because I feel like people misunderstand what that is, mm-hmm. even to an extent. Um, there was I've seen comments on Facebook saying, you know, I've never had anything handed to me. I've worked since I was a teenager to have the things that I have. I've never. What is this white privilege you speak of? And that to me, that's not what white privilege is we've, mm-hmm. we've all worked you guys both are successful you guys both own houses and, and have great jobs and very well educated but to me white privilege is that night that we got pulled over and i didn't get checked for anything mm-hmm. i didn't get pulled out of the truck right. I didn't, you know what i mean i didn't get talked to in a disrespectful way right. to me that's white privilege you know what i mean when when we were walking around town people were yelling stuff at you nobody was directing that to me right. or when i get called a, an in lover you know what i mean like that, that to me is just white privilege is not what you have or what we were capable of doing. That's just the way you're treated as a white person compared to a black person. Right. That's to me. That's why what white privilege. It's is. just, and we just honestly, it's just the whole point of like trying to bring awareness to it. I, I, again, you said with your post, a lot of people don't even know what they like. They right. don't know what that is. Like, right. But it's real. It's happening. Right. So. And that's. I mean. I explained it to, to one of my old coworkers at the time, wondering because he didn't understand really what white privilege was. And I explained it to him how I understand it and how I thought that it could be portrayed as, you know, say, because he was, he was a white man as well. I said, say that, um, you know, we apply to a job that we have no experience in, or I have no experience in, and Brad, you apply for that same job. And you've done it for the last 10, 15 years. And, you know, you have the better, you have the better resume, you have the better knowledge of the situation, but the company is predominantly white. I get hired. That's white privilege. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're clearly the better candidate. Mm-hmm. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. You've done the job. Mm-hmm. I have never done the job in my life, and I get the job. And that's, I mean, I don't know if you guys know what redlining is. I've seen, I'm sure you've oh, seen yeah. a video around that, yeah. where after the yep. Civil War they went through and they said, well, this area is marked off for whites. This is marked off. Yeah. So, I mean, that it started back when they started doing redlining. Yeah, and that's, and if you, and I'll, I'll include, if anybody wants to learn more about redlining, I'll include the video in the post, just ask for it. And it breaks it down to, you know, education, um, economy, 
and um, just privilege in general. Um, so to me, like I said, white privilege isn't about what we have compared to what you guys don't have. It's how I'm viewed compared to how you're viewed. Right. And, and that to me is, I don't know if you guys can explain maybe better to me, maybe it's something I don't understand about it, or if that was pretty much spot on to, I mean, that, you know. To me, that seems know. like it's pretty much spot on. Like, you have, you can make examples of, of like the workplace. Like, I'm only actually, the one job I have in Westchester now, um, you see like going into certain stores, and say me and a sailor walk in, half the time it's like, oh, oh, he's with you? Type, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. oh, that's a surprise. He worked for a beer Like, you still see that every now and then. Right. But, uh, that, and that's just a small example. Like, I don't know if, if you have any on top of your head. Like, no, for me, you know, I've, I've been fortunate. I haven't had any situations where in the places that I've worked, I haven't had any type of. Um, at least that I know of. I mean, I've applied for a ton of jobs, interviewed for a ton of jobs. Right. I haven't gotten them, but and it, uh, not to cut in. Sometimes you're just not a good candidate. Right. You're just yeah, not yeah, a good fit. I'm not. I'm not yeah, saying that, that there's every person. reason. I might have interviewed better than Brad did in that in that in my example. I might have interviewed better than him. I might have bullshitted my way through that interview. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying that it's everywhere. That right. that's not the reason you're getting that job. I'm not saying that. I'm just using it for an example. Right. That's an example. For one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. I mean, I've heard stories of when I was in high school, like the only reason I was playing or starting as like a sophomore or junior playing football was because I was black and they wanted to make sure that so the black guy got playing time because it was just you and me on the team. <laughs> um, so, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't say that that's an example of white privilege or not. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't exactly, when I see white privilege, just white privilege and stuff on the internet, I mean, I don't know exactly what it is. I just feel like it's, you know, just white people get a little bit more because they're white, but right. you know, but kind of, you know, to be honest, that's kind of life. I mean, life's not fair. Right. Some and people just get more than others right. because they, absolutely, whatever. And, and that's but, why I doubled back and said, you know, I might have been the better fit for that job. Right. Because sometimes, but it, know, it is there too. You know right. I mean, I was talking about stuff in my mouth here. I mean, I, 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 I haven't seen it, but I think it is. But you know, it's there. Yeah. And that's, I, I, I think I that's kind of how we all are. We're just talking on both sides. Like, to me, you know, like we both touched. Not all cops are bad, but there are bad cops. Are, yeah. Not all protesters are bad, but there are bad protests. Yeah, right? Protest turns into rioting. People out there. Right, right. and that's and that's that's unfortunate. So we're not saying one way is right and one way is wrong. We understand both sides of everything. If I had to, you know, speak for all of us, we understand that both sides are everything. Um, it's just unfortunate that the people that are out there that don't understand that other side. This is what I believe, this is the way it should be, and if you don't believe that, then screw you. Yeah, <laughs> and, that's, and that's unfortunate, you know, in, that, in, in the fact that they're that close-minded that they don't want to even hear you out. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and that's less what's frustrating to me. And a lot of times, brain, I mean, you might not want to be heard because you're black. You know what I mean? That could be an issue. You, you just don't. It's unfortunate you don't know. I mean, for somebody else to tell you how you how you grew up, that kind of caught me off guard. Yeah, so like, and, and especially since we we're all kind of close. To and again, we was cool with the dude. Like, he's he had been around. Brad, he he probably hadn't really seen like that ugly side that comes. You know, every once in a while, run into the wrong situation type thing. Right. And he probably didn't see that part. But to bring up a prime example, he wasn't he wasn't the call. But it's about the same time when. Right, right next to your shop, like 
me and my moms and my sister was riding through Myersburg and just making a left, like going downtown. And these kids, it was two kids on a bike, and they yelling at our car like, uh, get out of our town, nigga, this type of, you know what I'm saying? Like, and yelling at my moms and my sister. And my moms and my sister snapped. <laughs> they snapped. And mind you, this is the first time I really seen my, like, my moms. Upset. And, and they tweaking, bro. So they're yelling back at these dudes on a bike. Mind you, they're on a bike, some kids on a bike. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some right. clowns. And they're going back and forth. And I'm just sitting there with my mouth open, like, couldn't believe it. And they just rolled <laughs> off. And moms cooled off. And my sister cooled off. But I'm just like, dang, bro. This is crazy. Like, and then, honestly, again, that was probably the first time I seen my moms and my sister Upset. together, yeah. like, and running into a situation like that. Right. And it is right by town. It's not far at all from the crib. And so. that's, and I think, to say, to double back on on the the gentleman we're talking about is, you know, I think that even myself, growing up with both of you, if I never experienced that night in Oakwood with you or walking around town with you, mm-hmm. I don't think that I've been like, well, they they haven't experienced racism that I know of. Right. You know what I mean? But that's not fair for me to assume that because you both have gone other places. You went overseas. You've gone around and done different jobs. So it's like it's not fair to assume that other people have experienced these things. You know what I mean? I think it's just more awareness for me because I've been with you guys when it's happened. And I can speak on multiple occasions with both of you that's happened. And, you know, I get frustrated because to me that's just, I don't know, man. I feel very strong about racism and it frustrates me. And, you know, it's like Brad said earlier, it's not the entire community. It's not all of Germantown. Yeah, it's it's, it's a very yeah. select few. Mm-hmm. But I also think a, a, a good majority of Germantown have closed minds about situations yeah. because of what you said about being in a bubble. You know, we all know each other in Germantown. We all respect one another. But there's still things that happen behind the scenes. You know what I mean? There's stuff that happens every day that nobody knows about. Right. And, you know, it's unfortunate. Um, so I said, I'm not, none of us are disrespecting Germantown. We all, I'm not going anywhere. Um, Brad's not going anywhere. So it's not that. It's just, um, you know, it's an example, unfortunately, that our hometown had these issues. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate. We took a hard point on Germantown with the fact that I have Instagram. And I, again, I coach, I help coach uh, kids going through the system. And I'm seeing these kids, you know, I'm heading with the Black Lives Matter. I just did a March today. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I posted it live or whatever. And I'm seeing kids from our school, like they've been through the program, and they're, you know, they're liking and the stats are doing the, they even did the Blackout Tuesday, like supporting movement, yeah. and it's good to see, because what, ra- what, what racism that was in the town is like, it didn't trickle down. Yeah. Whatever they, you know what I'm saying, that right. was, maybe it was the parents or whatever happened, but the kids didn't pick it up, like educated, right. you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a good, it's like a bright spot, you know right. what I mean? So, right. But I know like, what, what Brad spoke on earlier is we've had friends that have said it jokingly, you know what I mean? And, and it's not a joke. It's one of those things where it's not okay to say it in any situation. Right, right. I think some of our friends say it to kind of like test the waters. Right, to see what you're going to do. Right, to see like, if, if it makes you upset. Hey, can I say this? Right, right, right. <laughs> cool. It's like, no, like, I don't say it. So, no, I don't want you to say it. Right. Um, and, and, and then I, I don't think that they're racist because they said no, the N word. No, not. No, I don't not, but. I just think it's just ignorance and people just think that hey I don't 
I hear this all the time. People saying it on TV or in songs. Right. Why can't right. I say it? And well, you can't. Right. But <laughs> you just and the fact that, that and the fact that, that like you said, you've been here since you were two, and yeah. and people feel comfortable around you, so they right. think that you know, me and Brad, if we go back twenty years, maybe I can say Chess it. in the water, bro. That's yeah. not okay, and it's, nah. it, it's never is, and that's yeah, that's. Just, I had to slap somebody in the back of the head one day. <laughs> <laughs> I got there. I got their names, but <laughs> I, I had to do it. I remember that. I heard it I wasn't there, but I wasn't there, but I, I heard, I heard all about it. Um, so like I said, man, it's not, it's not that we're sitting here and just picking out one, one community and saying that the community is bad. That's not the case. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that happens. There was just an incident at Speedway in Miamisburg the other day where uh, a black woman was in there getting coffee. She was a nurse and an ex marine. She had a marine. Uh, what what they call it? A little emblem. She had a pin on her uh, nurses of uh, you know the marine, and uh, her and uh, a white male reached for the same coffee pot, and I guess they spilled it or bumped it and spilled it, and he called her. Oh wow! You dropped that. Then word. Oh wow! And that just happened last week. What she do? Uh, she made. The, I read. The, I read the status. I read her status, and she said that she was upset and just left but i guess uh, a woman behind her a white woman behind her let Call that dude let the dude you know what it. to as a kid like you really don't know how to handle the situation right because it happened a couple times like being like you hear it and be like and you want to just kind of let slide like you know it's not you know it's not cool you know it's right. right you know that's not but okay it's like who else is around right you know I mean? <laughs> i'm like one of the two <laughs> right ain't here you know what i'm saying right, right. So, it was like just kind of brush off the shoulder, but you know, at the age now, like I don't have the time for that, bro. Right. I, I mean, I think we're all at that age now. And I think that's what I think that's what goes back to what you were saying with the kids coming through school now. Um, you know, when we were coming through, we didn't have the you know the older kids or our parents' mentality to they taught us right from wrong, but you know, it's, they're they're still coming from a generation where it was very relevant and it was everywhere. You know what I mean? They might have well, our, some of our parents are older and they might have even experienced when oh, racism yeah. was still around. So, or you know, their family's experience when it was still around. So, I feel like you know, my dad did the best he could in in teaching me about it and, right. and what to say and what not to say. And um, you know, and I, I appreciate him for that. Um, but it's just one of those things where not everybody has that that outlet or that knowledge to speak on and, and yeah. to teach the younger generation um i think the kids now really benefit from like google and, Man, that's the and social that. media is everything everything you need to know is at your fingertips to where growing up we didn't have that it is it's good and bad there's definitely some pros and cons to to social media obviously because i think that's also a lot of uh you see a lot of spikes in like suicides kids killing yeah. themselves because of bullies and uh, being bullied, um, you know, that's, I always say I was bullied growing up all through high school. Um, even as an adult, people still say shit. Um, you know, I have a big nose and people feel the need to <laughs> tell me that every time. And, you know, in high school, I knew that. But I always said, you know, I could, when I went home, I could hang out with you or you or my friends to where I didn't have to experience right. those things. Right, right. And we didn't have... We didn't have social media where somebody could sit here and DM me all day and say, hey, hey, you have big nose, right. big nose, big nose, hey, hey, hey. Um, and that's, these kids don't have that. They don't have that outlet to get away. Right. You know what I mean? That's, they don't feel like they can tell And that's, that's the only 
to it's sad that some kids think that that's the only way to go right. is is to you know commit suicide and that's it's just i mean that's the bad part about social media man the good part is it the good part of it is you have the ability to learn about anything you want to learn about mm-hmm. you know what i mean if you want to type in martin luther king rosa parks anybody malcolm x you can type in all these people and figure out what they stood for what they did and then you can also in the same breath go back and and see what they're fighting for and and what why that fight was important and you know what i mean and you can understand these things so i think social media helps in in that sense of things um but it also yeah like i said it also gives everybody like a platform yeah honestly not everybody Needs a, needs a platform. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Keep it yeah. 100. Like, yeah. not everybody needs the platform because they're not necessarily educated on the things that sometimes that they talk about. Right. And that's and that's why I think um, you know I got a, in a debate with uh, a woman on, on social media who is is very educated and um in in certain in certain um injustices she's very educated and she has uses her platform to speak about you know, what she's against and what she fights. Mm-hmm. And then she wanted to dip into this situation. And um, she made some comments that I thought she clearly missed the mark on and it went over her head. But that's what you were just going on. You know, it gives a person a platform to speak on anything, whether they know about it or not. Right. And that's when you have to differentiate from, yeah, okay, this person is saying their views, whether they understand or not. That's still their opinion. And I still respect her for the things that she said. It's open dialogue, you know. I mean, it's it is what it is. But um, you know, to me, I feel like I don't speak on a situation um, unless I know about right. it. You know what I mean? Unless I'm well educated about it. Um, history was was huge for me. I loved history. All you know, history in high school was like my thing. Um, you know, I enjoyed our our history teachers. We had Mr. Koontz. Yeah, Mr. Koontz. I had Mr. Koontz. I had Miss Moore. Miss um, Moore was government, but we still. Yeah, Mimo, we yeah. still learned some great things. Uh, Mr. Mr. Longman um, in middle school taught us uh, so much. And for whatever reason, man, I don't know, they all were able to keep my interest. All three of those teachers were able to keep my interest. And I think the biggest thing that stuck out, I don't know about you guys, but um, in those classes was, was voting. You know what I mean? To, yeah, to, I to express your right to vote. Right. And back then, I'm like... Take advantage of that opportunity. Yeah, yeah they, they would like, always tell us to make sure to yeah. vote. And back then, I'm like... Why? Yeah, you know what I mean? My vote doesn't really right. My vote doesn't count. And uh, you know, now when we're when we're looking for these answers on what to change, I think it starts with voting, not on a presidential level. I think it, you know, local legislation. Who yeah. are we putting in to you know govern government position? You know, governor, mayors, uh, senators, senators. You know, what I mean, who are sitting on even like our our school boards? Who are sitting on the school boards? Mm-hmm. I think that's all important stuff that people need to understand. That you know, that's the stuff that um, that's where the change is going to come from. You know, we can't look at one man, the president, um, expect him to do and expect him to do everything. And I think that's I so <laughs> this one sounds this one sound crazy. Uh-oh. I don't support <laughs> Trump fully. I support Trump to an extent. You know, I think from his business mind, I think and you know, economy wise, I support what he does. Um, I don't think that he needs Twitter. If we're going to be honest, you know what I mean. I don't. I don't expect everything he says. I respect, you know, some things that he stands for, but not everything. Mm-hmm. But we can't look at him, and I think that's where people are upset: is they want him out of the office, probably because of the way he talks. Let's be honest. 
So if, if we gonna agree to disagree type, I don't yeah, believe he's fit to be president. I'd be perfectly right. You know, and that's and that's and there's the people that believe it. I don't it. think he's fit to be president. Right. And I think the only you know, and people got behind his movement and his and his campaigning is because of the way he preached bringing everything back to America, yeah. the economy. Yeah. Yep. And that's where his knowledge lies, is the economy. Yeah. But then he came in and he fired all of all, you know, all everybody elected and everybody that was there to help him. Man. He got rid of all of them. And now he's just kind of by himself making all these random calls. It doesn't make sense. And I understand, and I appreciate a president that can stand up for himself. You know, if we have a, a threat of, of war with somebody, I can appreciate that, you know, saying, um, you know, come for us. All right. So the first part of this cutoff, right, where we're talking about Trump, um, so we're going to start there and then we're going to get right back into it and kind of wrap it up. Um, we appreciate you guys for hanging with us. I know it's a little bit longer than the 30 minute uh, recordings I tried to keep it at. Uh, you know, this is a very important topic that we felt that we need to uh, just express and speak on. So um, back to what I was saying with Trump, you know, I can appreciate a president that you know, doesn't take shit from anybody. Um, I can appreciate that. You know, I mean, I feel like you have to, you know, America gets looked at from different countries as kind of like the easy target. Um, so I can, I can appreciate him in a stance of, you know, we're not somebody to mess with, and I can, I can appreciate that. Um, so, but at the same time, I think that when, you know, when we want to change or when we're looking for change, um, it doesn't really start with him, you know what I mean? I mean, it does in a sense that he leads this nation, that he can, what he says happens. Um, but, you know, it's still... It's a trickle-down effect, like anything, you know what I mean? It, it starts at the top and it goes to the bottom. Right. So I think the biggest way that we can make change is, is voting, like our teachers taught us, you know what I mean? We're old enough now to realize that our vote does matter and our vote does change things. Um, so, you know, start paying attention to, you know, who we vote in the schools, who we vote into uh, uh, Senate seats, and just start there. Um, you know, I know a lot of uh, the, the representatives representative for Ohio, um, you know, he was down here during my ribbon cutting, and he's a great guy, and he's, you know, if you ever need anything, reach out, and we've spoke quite a bit on things. Um, a lot of these people, they do listen to our concerns, but you also have to do your research on these people that you're voting in. Um, like Brandon expressed that he didn't feel like Donald Trump was um, suited for being a president. I've, I've, I've heard many people say that, and, um, you know, that's his opinion. He's entitled to that opinion. Um, I expressed that I support what he is, what his campaign was about, as far as you know, the economy and bringing things back to America. I, I think that you know America needs these jobs, and and this is I expected his, I respected his opinions on that. Um, but you know, as far as building the wall and all that, that's where he lost me. You know what I mean? Um, like Brad said earlier, I'm kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth. But I live in a very gray area to where I understand everybody's opinions, and I understand right from wrong, and I understand that certain things need to happen to get stuff done you know what i mean and if if it's a riot then then it's it's a riot you know and it's i'm not condoning violence i'm not saying that i'm gonna walk across the street and somebody says go trump i'm gonna smash their face in you know what i mean that's that's how they feel and uh that's that's what they're doing so um that's that's just is what it is and shout out to a vv alum for walking by <laughs> Derek Belty, I haven't seen him in a minute. Man. Um, I'd let him in if we weren't recording, but <laughs> one of those things we wave. And so, Derek, if you're out there and you listen, what's up? We're Shout just out, recording Steve. a podcast. Up, hope you're hope you're well. Um, but yeah, you know, it's one of those things where it starts with us. We we have to we have to take initiative, and 
and make these changes. And that goes with any, with any fight that you support, whether it's racism, whether it's women's rights. Um, you know what I mean? That's, that's where it starts. It starts local. It starts in your house, and it goes, it goes after that. So um, that's, I, I think we all can agree that you know, voting is important as far, as far as that. And doing your background checks on who you're voting. Um, understand what they represent. Understand what they're saying to you, and dig up their history. You know, I mean, that's the power of, of Google. You can dig up these people and see what they say ten years ago, and um, you know how they feel now. So, definitely vote. If I can, if I can push anything to anybody, it's you know, it's it's vote. Repres, you know, respect um, free thinkers. Just because they don't think the same way as you doesn't mean that they're wrong, or doesn't mean that they're uh, a bad person. So. Understand that by getting angry and getting worked up, all you're doing is causing more divide within people. Um, yeah. Like me and that person I talked about earlier that has the issue with me saying that I understand and support rioting. Um, now me and him have a divide between us, you know what I mean? And that's, that was caused on a difference of opinions, and that's unfortunate. Um, so I said, you have to understand, man. Not everybody thinks the same way, and it's okay. It, it really is. And... Um, you know, it's just one of those things where, as as adults, we have to be mature enough to understand that. Um, so I said, I think that that's, I think we touched on a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? It's, I wanted to touch on more, but it's one of those things where we've been talking for an hour and <laughs> twenty minutes already. I feel like this is a topic that we can go on and on and on about. Yeah. Um, and maybe we do. Maybe we us three sit down again in the, in a week I'm and we man. and we pick up where we left I'm off. You know what I mean? I I love you both like brothers. You know, we go back twenty some years. So. Anytime y'all need That's me to do it, it's, it's crazy That's to crazy. think about. Somebody asked me when I graduated, and I was like, man, I, I'm looking, I'm like 16 years ago. You even got the teen digits, bro. We in old four, bro. It's 16 years ago. So, I mean, to think about how many people that we have that we're, you know, associated with and that we're acquaintances with. You know, people grow up and you go your separate ways, but for whatever reason, we've all stuck together. You know, I appreciate both of you very much. I would do anything for either one of you. Um, and that's that's why when you express want to do a podcast and get some stuff off your chest, that's why I open the mic for you. You know what I mean? I'm not going to apologize for the way either of you feel. Um, but this is a platform for us to discuss ourselves. You know what I mean? We've all got our own platform. We all can share this with people, and um, and hopefully it strikes up conversations with one another. Hopefully, hopefully you know if you make your you know make Angie your wife listen to it. Hopefully you guys too. You know, coming from a, a interracial household, hopefully mm-hmm. you guys can have some discussions. I'm sure you already do. Yeah. You know, having kids, I'm sure. You know, and um, obviously you, you know, you interracial relationship, yeah, and you, yeah. you know, both uh, of your kids are mixed, and um, being you know mixed kids, like the the latest said today, you know, when you see a mixed kid, you see a black kid. Thank you, bro. So that's something that you know. Hopefully, with this, it strikes up a conversation, educational, respectful conversations. Um, I said this is not a stab at anybody or anyone in particular. Um, I just we wanted to raise awareness the best way we knew how. You know what I mean? It's it's one of those things where we've been given a platform, and you know I've I've got followers that for whatever reason listen and respect what I say. So why not? Yeah, I even had somebody ask me if I thought if I would run for a, a government position, and I was like. Me covered in covered in tattoos and cuss too much. And it's like and she said, Yeah, but you have you know you're respectable and people understand your views and I would love to be in a position but I feel like it would have to be one where I felt that I was making a change, you know what I mean? I would the position she was speaking of was in German township and it was, you know, dealing with everything, like sewage and pools and 
uh, and that stuff needs addressed. I, it does, but that's not where my fight is. You know what I mean? Yep. I don't. I don't care that your neighbor mowed a foot into, <laughs> into your yard. You know what I mean? I don't. That's an, sure. That's an issue. Whatever. You're, they cut lower than what you cut. But you know, my <laughs> my's not where my fight is. My fight is with you know what's going on in today and how can I change that. So um. You know, maybe that's a position that I take down the road. Maybe I, I look into that and then take a position that where I feel I can benefit from. Um, you know, she's preaching that they want change, and maybe it's a tattooed person that cusses too much that made that change. You know, you know, you never know. Um, you know, just because I look a certain way doesn't mean that I'm uneducated and disrespectful. So um, that's the whole part of the conversation. You know, maybe they will look at me in a different way and understand that. So. Um, that I will, we're gonna wrap it up, but I want to leave it open to these two gentlemen to speak on anything. Um, examples of again racism, and if you want to tie it into how that situation could be handled differently, how you want the listeners to take your situation and think about it down the road. Um, you know, because I know that you guys have both expressed to me different stories, like the one you're about to tell, um, and I've thought about it. You know, I mean, I wasn't with you, I wasn't around, I was not there when it happened but I thought about it and you know what how I could have or you know how it could have ended differently or changed you know what I mean so you guys go ahead if you want to share stories if not uh, disrespectful as well I, I, like I promised I was going to tell you the, the whole Labia story man so like I said I, I've seen instances of racism everywhere and in this particular like point it was just me and a couple teammates uh, and a friend of ours Get ready to go to this club, right? And it's downtown, uh, Saltus City, man. So that's a small, small part of town. We went to a bigger part of Latvia. Um, they had like clubs and stuff in here. So, mind you, so we're down here ready to get in line with this club. And the, the one chick that knew like some people at the door, she goes to the front, and it's me and like two other teammates, and they're Latvians, some white dudes. We go to the door, and Bowser's like, shakes his head, bro. Just shakes his head. And we're like, oh, we basketball players, like, right. you see, we've been on TV here. like, Right, you know. You, you know what I'm saying? You we, should recognize us. No, it's no issue, bro. We just trying to get in the club and have a good time type thing. And this cat's like, no, nah, they don't have the right, uh, it's like, this dress code. Like, but mind you, he was... He wasn't man enough to speak in English at the door. He was saying this to her. And so you couldn't, so understand. I couldn't understand what right. he was saying. So I'm sitting there listening to this, and he just like, he wouldn't even look at me. And I'm, I'm hearing this, and I don't know, bro, I still don't know that. But they're going back and forth, and she just turns around and dips. And I'm like, where you going? He's like, he won't let us in. And I'm like, why? She was embarrassed to even tell me, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and, and then Latvia's being a part of Russia, I'm like, I don't really know the history behind anything. Else, but again, it's, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. So... That was that's I mean that's one story I, I got plenty. Well, that's I mean to speak on clubs we've all <laughs> we've all had our club nights. <laughs> Turn up. We've all, I think I think Brad had a special pair of jeans that he wore out to the oh, club, yeah. like just enough for him to wiggle in. So like, he probably still has them somewhere. I mean, like, they got tossed out. <laughs> when he got married, yeah, he got rid of them. Those were oh, those were the local. <laughs> But that's the, that's the other ones that he should have put in a case and like admired from like hand them down to the boy and stuff. But you know we've all been to clubs. We've all <laughs> we've had our fair share. But um, you know, think about dress codes. 
boy. Dress codes understand. We understand dress codes, yeah. but let's talk about dress codes. No baggy clothes. No sagging. No Jordans. No backwards hats. You know what I'm no all colored. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's and, and who are you describing in these you know what I'm saying? in these codes? So it's like, who who do you not want to come in here? You want people to look a certain way, to dress a certain way. And I respect it because you're in a club. I, I understand why they're there. Yeah, sometimes they can start stuff like Jordan's people would just pop off and kill you because you got to Because you had shoes on. They want. Or if you went to West, so. you know, if you went down downtown Dayton and you wore a certain color down there, it, it would yeah, gang affiliation and all that stuff. That's why I understand. But then you go to certain places like the Green, for example. We all hung out of the Adobe's. And I love the Adobe's, but then they had a dress code where you couldn't wear certain things. And it's like, yeah. it's because, of, but if you asked around, it's because there was the wrong crowd that was coming up there. And it was because of what Brad was saying, right. the people that would take your Jordans that would, oh, you're right, red on, where, you know, we don't wear red where I'm from. Well, I'm not where you're from. So it gets rid of that. But it's just, I don't know, man, that it falls back to the club. It's, you were a certain color, you were dressed a certain way, and they didn't want you in, and that's unfortunate. Um, that wasn't an issue where I was at. <laughs> right. So, like, right. there was no sign of anything about dress code at this point. And you've seen the people in there. It that that hurts me more than anything. Like to see somebody in there with stuff that they say you can't have on. Right. And somebody's in there with the same, with the same stuff that you have on. That's not supposed to be in there with right. the same stuff you got on. Like, okay. And that's and that's what I'm and that's what I'm saying. I mean it's it's it falls back to you being a, a black person and that's yeah. it's unfortunate. Um, that you were viewed that way and, and that, that person was had already just made up his mind that you weren't coming in to that club because of the you know, the color you were. That's unfortunate because you are respect. You know what I mean. You're a respectful person. You dress nicely. And I don't know. That's, that's what it is. They, they're, they're, that's what I'm saying. They're judging you off color before they even know your personality. Um. So I said that's an instance from from Brandon. I don't know if Brad has anything that he wants to say to end. I mean, you don't have to use examples, but you can yeah. speak on whatever you want to speak on to wrap up. I mean, up. it's to wrap it up. Like I said earlier, it's very important that we remember that we're all human beings, and it's. We're all put here for a reason, and the reason is not to try and kill each other or look at other people differently because they're black or white or whatever. I mean, there's racism on both sides. There's black people that are racist against white people. Absolutely. Um, and I think it's it's a narrow-minded <laughs> view. It's an ignorant view, and I think it starts with parents. You've got to teach kids. You have to teach your kids that no matter what someone looks like, it's about what's inside them that matters. I mean, that old adage, don't judge a book by its cover. Yep. We never know. I mean, you've seen so many movies about, you know, a white person getting to know a black person and vice versa. Like, remember the Titans, you know? It, remember the Titans. Right? So, a, lot of, a lot of you've never seen that movie and it shows, by the way. It, sh- it shows. So once you get to know somebody, then you can judge them or then you can make an make opinion it, on based yes. off of, all right, I'm gonna like this person because I've got to know them. Or, I mean, you might not like the black person, not because they're black, but just because you they just don't want to get along with them. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That just might be how it is. And that's, and, and that's okay. But to, to instantly see somebody, oh, you're black, man, screw you because you're black. Or screw you because you're white. That's not okay. And, and I think it's extremely important to remember that you know, we're all children of God. We're all here you know, to, to glorify God and do everything that we can. And, and hurting other people and rioting and, and doing that stuff is not, is not what we're here for. Uh, and yeah, I've got a bunch of stories, but I mean, <laughs> racism was here, you know, when the slaves came over, it was here in the civil rights movement, it was here in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and it's here today. And it's never going anywhere because people, there's always going to be someone out there that is narrow-minded and that is, is just going to be ignorant to, to being open to other people's views. 
um, and it's on other, it's on the majority to to do what we can to help change the system yeah, to help change and then to me the biggest thing to, to help change is with, with parents and helping your kids and then I think it just trickles up uh, trickles down from there so um, love each other everybody listen to this love each other what, no what, what was that Will Ferrell movie the tropical Oh, Thunder? Where is it? No, I wasn't Chopper Thunder. Uh, where's the basketball? Well, for him, he's like, everybody oh, loves every, everybody. Love everybody. Right. <laughs> that's what he was yelling on the bus, and that's and that's what it comes down to, man. And I'm Brad. I'm glad that Brad touched on that. Um, you know, it's it's we all have to get along. We're all in this together. That's what it is. You know. What right. I, mean? I don't think we have to love each other. Just respect. Right. Just respect. Other. Just respect yeah. one another. It's understanding that other people um, have opinions that are different from yours, and then just well, agree to disagree. And 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 that's. Like when my when my daughter was diagnosed with cancer, I had people that I hadn't spoke to in, in, in years reach out, or that I ne- didn't necessarily get along with in school that had reached out and expressed their sympathy. And mm-hmm. That kind of caught me off guard, um, you know. So I, it just goes back to Brad, you know. Even if you don't have to like somebody, you don't have to to disrespect them. You don't have to, you know. What I mean, still treat them as a human being, whether you like them or not. Yeah. I think that's what people are are missing, or you know taking you know what i'm saying on on social media or what brandon and, and brad are expressing you know taking it and they're they're only hearing what they want to hear from it um we're not nobody's out to attack anybody on these things we're just trying to to bring awareness to people and hopefully change the way somebody thinks um like brad said there's racism on both sides i've been told that i was the wrong color to be in certain neighborhoods and i'm like okay i'll leave you know what I mean? Like, I, you're probably right. I'm the only white dude here. I'll just go ahead and see myself out. I think I've wandered too far north and then I'll just, you know, I'll come back and I'll see y'all later. And that's, I mean, that's just, it is what it is. There's just people that judge myself for being white, people that judge you guys for being black, and that's, that'll never go away. Um, I think the easiest way, again, like Brad said, is just to love everybody and, and, and understand that, you know, all lives do matter, but, um, you know, stop killing Stop, stop, stop killing innocent people. black people like that. <laughs> just stop. It's not going. There's <laughs> no reason for that. Um, you know, I know George Floyd had a, a violent record. Uh, I guess he tried to rob a woman at gunpoint, but those cops did not know that. They and I know people were like, "Well, he tried to rob somebody. He had a violent history." Those guys didn't know that. No they. I mean, if you watch the video, they had no idea who this must this man yeah. was. Um, and I think that's what's upsetting the most is is the people trying to justify that he had a violent history. Okay, well, this day he had a fake twenty dollar bill. You know what I mean? And who knows where he got that from? Right. Um, so it's one of those things where it was, I don't know, man. It's just, if that if those cops showed up with a little bit more compassion than what they had, um, that could have been a whole different different situation than, than what's, you know, what's portraying right now. So um, I guess since they both spoke their minds, I'll just wrap it up with, you know, to just kind of piggyback on what Brad said, you know, teach, teach the youth different. Um, not necessarily saying that what the way we were bad or, or what we were taught and how we were taught was bad, um, but maybe we can approach it a little bit differently now that we're a little bit older and we're having kids of ourselves. We can kind of teach them a different way of thinking um, than what we were taught. You know what I mean? You can only, if you've never experienced diversity, you can't teach diversity. Um, I know a lot of a lot of people uh, have reached out and said, you know, I I never had realized the problem until I went off to college, it seems like, you know what I mean? Coming from Germantown, people didn't see the issue until they went off to college. And that's when they kind of started realizing that it's a different world outside of the bubble. Um, so, like I said, man, just respect everybody, love everybody. There's no reason to, um, 
to think otherwise, you know what I mean? Stop, you gotta stop judging a book by its cover. Um, like I said, if I would have came to Germantown and, and judged Brandon and Brad, that I would have missed out on 20 plus years of, of friendship and I would have been extremely unfortunate. You guys have been there for me every time I called upon you guys and, and vice versa. Um, and that's that's what a friendship is. So, um, treat everybody respect, love everybody, vote. Voting is, is important. It sounds silly to say, um, but that's how that's how real change happens. You know what I mean? If educate yourself. Educate yourself. There's 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 no reason in twenty twenty that we cannot be educated on, on certain on certain propaganda and certain political issues. Um, educate yourself and, and speak up if you see something. Um, whether quiet, that's dead, man. Quiet, yeah. Being quiet about a situation is is you're supporting a situation, in my opinion. Um, you know, whether you don't have to be vocal on social media, but you know, if you're with your with your wife or your family, just talk to your family about it. You know, try to try to express yourself to your family. So, I think just being vocal, speak up if you see something that's going on that you feel is incorrect. Um, you know, not necessarily call that person out, but say, hey, man, you know. Maybe think of it. Maybe think of it this way instead of the way that you're going about it right now. So, um, I know there's more. Like I said, I know that we could continue this conversation for for hours. Um, we're gonna cut it off now. Maybe I know I tossed around the idea. I had a lot of people reach out and say they wanted to be a part of it as well. Um, so maybe we do this again. Maybe we reconvene in a week or two and we keep it going. I think this is something that. Um, it's it's more than one episode. You know yeah. what I mean? I oh, think yeah. it's something that this isn't something that's going to be solved tomorrow. Maybe. Right. So I think that it's something that we can continue to build upon. We might. I know that when we're done recording, I might think of something that we could have touched upon. I'm mm-hmm. sure that you'll go home and I mean, Brad looks like he's thinking about something right now. So <laughs> <laughs> he's probably thinking like I'm trying to go home. But uh, um, that's just one of those things where we might we might do it again i don't know we'll see what happens i don't know let's see hopefully i can find my microphone excuse the sounds i can't find my damn microphone it's been mia for the last 34 months but um yeah i mean that's really it i appreciate you guys coming down uh brandon i appreciate you reaching out and having this idea this idea was all brandon's um you know and then i had reached out to brad and see if he wanted to to um, you know come partake and i'm glad he did it's been a minute since i've seen brad um and I'm, I'm glad you guys are here. I love both of you. Hey, I have respect for you. both of you. Anytime, thank brother. you very much. Um, so like I said that's it from us. Um, I will. This episode will be on all platforms. It's going to be on Spotify, iTunes, um, Amazon, anywhere and everywhere that you can listen to a podcast. It's on there. So um, you guys can spread this. I'll send you both the link so that way you guys can send it to who you want to send it to, post where you want to post, and um, give us some feedback. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, like I said, the dialogue doesn't stop on, on social media, man. If you want to reach out to either of us, um, we're all open for conversation at any time. Um, I think that you'll get a, uh, a very respected, educated conversation from us. Um, we're, all, we're all free thinkers, like Brad said, and I both said. We, me and Brad speak out of both sides of our mouth, you know what I mean? We, we live in that gray area, so, um, you know, but that's, that's, that's just it. That is what it is, man, so... We're going to sign off. Um, we appreciate all the listeners, everybody that reached out. We're excited to get this to you guys. And um, like I said, let us know what you guys think. Until the next time, man, y'all be cool.